You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight we talk about Mike Nichols, Working Girl. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Podcast. We're your host, I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Cowan. How you doing, Brian? I am well. How are you? I'm I'm, I'm good. No, it's good. It's good. I'm glad. Yeah. It's yeah. good to be good. I'm, I'm I'm working, so I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and we also have with us director of photography Mike Griggs. I've been looking for you. <laughs> Don't get so excited, Jared. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and we have costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Hey, 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 and here we are talking 1988, 1988s, sorry, a working girl from director Mike Nichols. Do you guys, uh, have you guys seen this before? Never. Nope. Uh, I've seen the, like, the ending many, many, many times, but the beginning I haven't seen, and so it was kind of crazy to be like, wow, how have I never seen this? And then at like a certain point I was like, oh my God, I know this movie. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> How did you just only see the... Uh, the I have no idea. I don't know. So like one of your mom's favorites or something? Like I'm so intrigued. Uh, maybe. I do remember her commentary on some of the scenes. So maybe she was watching it. But I mean, was it on like HBO in USA? Like I don't think it... Was it one of those recurring movies that was always on? It was on HBO, but it was always on at night. Uh, and the only reason I remember this is because I was a young man at the time and there were boobs in the film. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. of course. So you yes. had to watch it five for the point five seconds. Boobs. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. There's there's vacuuming boobs, there's a nip slip in the bed, and then there's the uh, Alec Baldwin sex scene, Mike. Mm. <laughs> she walks in and he says, it's not what it looks like. Okay, it is what it looks like, but I can explain. <laughs> it's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> what is it supposed to look like if it's not what it looks like? Look, I love you. <laughs> Wait, come back. <laughs> hit me or hit something. Me. <laughs> hit me. <laughs> God, he's such a putz in this. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to believe that this was the same year as Beetlejuice. Because, man... Yeah, Alec Baldwin does not seem like he's really into this movie. Like he's enjoying himself. He's having yeah. fun. Looks pretty miserable. Very passive. Just kind of just just going through the motions is what it feels like. 
Do you think it's Alec Baldwin, or do you think that's the way the character was? Well, because I definitely just read it as the character. That's that's an interesting. uh, I do think it's the character, but also wasn't Alec Baldwin supposed to be the lead male, and so maybe he was just bitter that he got downgraded. Mm. Really? Yeah, I think there was a time when they they didn't know if they could get Harrison Ford or not. Well, wow. so he was supposed to be the lead, I think is what I was reading. And then as soon as they cast Melanie Griffith, they were like, we can't have two unknowns in the lead. So they were like, he has to go. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a completely different movie. Yeah. I think they made the better choice, Harrison Ford. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 So good. Absolutely. Because maybe it's just Alec Baldwin in this movie, but I, I don't know. Alec Baldwin would have come across like a dick. Harrison Ford has like a level of like warmth and and empathy and... And naivete also. Yeah. 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 I don't think Alec Baldwin could have pulled off that. Like, oh, I didn't know what I was doing at like multiple points in the movie and have it be as charming as Harrison Ford did. Because he clearly didn't. He clearly didn't. I mean, look, she walked in on Alec, uh, on, on, what's his name? Perfect. You know, the dude having sex with Doreen or whatever. And she like immediately turns and walks away. She's literally in bed with Harrison Ford when he gets a call from his actual girlfriend. And she's like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> I did like that moment where she just kind of, her emotions completely flip when she realizes that there's another woman with this guy. She's like, oh, man, I just can't find one that's just for me, apparently. Yeah, she's like, I guess this is just how it is. He's great in every other way, so I guess I'll just keep him. <laughs> but also, like, the whole bit where he uh, lies to her from the, the very beginning about who he is and his intentions and takes her home as she's passed out and undresses her. Yeah. And then there's, like, that whole scene where she's, like, well, like, uh, she's talking with her friend, uh, Joan Cusack, and they're, like, well, maybe he's not mad at you. Maybe you can, like, just talk to him. <laughs> like, what? Maybe he's not mad at you for leaving right. after. Wait, what? But like, I mean, yeah, Harrison Ford somehow makes that look charming. He does. That is that is a difficult line to tell, and he walks in like it's a giant boardwalk. Yeah, I was thinking like, wouldn't you normally just like put her on the couch and put a blanket over and be like, "You'll be well, okay." He, yeah, he you know, like undress her and put her, in the, and put her in the bed <laughs> and then get in next to her. You know. Yeah, that was a little weird. Like, like yeah. sleep on top of the covers or something. Or I don't like... know, man. I think the, I think the couch with the blanket was yeah. the way to go. But even even <laughs> if you sure. wanted to put her in bed, like you can sleep on the couch. You don't have to get in yeah. bed with her. There are definitely some ways mm, to make it too. not. Yeah. Because like he didn't know where she lived and she was completely passed out, so it's at least moderately understandable that he's like, all right, well, I can't just fucking leave you here. Although she probably did have a purse with her ID in it. Like I feel like. If he wanted to figure it out, he could, but sure, sure. You never go in a woman's purse. You never go in a woman's purse. You're right. You should take her home instead. That's that's right. (laughs) Kidnap her. Kidnap her instead. Yeah, yeah. Carry her on your shoulder up three flights of stairs. Dude, what a badass, dude. Indiana Jones, man. Fucking Han Solo. He just tosses her over and he's like doing a climb a mountain. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I heard that that scene was like very difficult for him because he had just got, well, for obvious reasons, but he had just got done filming Indiana Jones and so his back was like hurting or out or something oh, and so no, they had yeah. to like brian do you have more details on this no, no that's it <laughs> oh. I, yeah oh, okay <laughs> you got it those are the details <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, they didn't say like what how he hurt himself i don't i assumed it was temple of doom that he hurt himself but they didn't say what stun it was or anything like that 
So okay, he was gonna pull out his gun and shoot her, but then he realized he's in a movie. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I also have sh- shellfish poisoning right now. Like, I can't shoot." <laughs> Mike Nichols is like, "Well, I'll just throw her over your back." <laughs> Same difference. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I really I don't know. I I have I have trouble with uh, some of Harrison Ford's character in the movie. Like, I, I guess like. It is weird That's that he good, Brian. that he <laughs> right, yeah, they should have trouble with lots of the characters' moments in this movie. I, well, I mean, I do and I don't. I, I don't know. It's weird because, like, w- when they leave that party when they first meet, she does kind of like present it to Harrison Ford like she's going to go home with him because she mm-hmm. asked him to get the coat. But we know that she just doesn't want to go get her coat because there's her coworker over there that will yeah. spill the beans. So it, I don't know. It mm. it comes across as like. As us for the audience, like, oh, this is a little like problematic. But for him as a character, I don't know. Is it problematic? I guess well, she's it is. Kind of using him in that moment because she literally he, does, he doesn't know that though. Yeah, no. All he right, hold know on, that. hold on, hold on. As a lady, uh, I ask men to do things for me all the time, and if they assume they're getting sex, that is a hundred percent their problem. Asking someone to get my coat does not in any way, shape, or form mean that I'm going to go. Sleep well, with them. okay, but before you <laughs> ask Wait, them that to get your sex. coat, do you sit there and say something like, "I have a head for business and, and a body, body for sin"? Yes. And yes, look at them all being tree, dude. She's learning with them. That's beyond flirting. That's no. like, hey, that's we, some pretty we high to, level. And then when he comes absolutely not, side, absolutely not. Her legs are all like <laughs> sexy, like dangling out of the yeah. cab. Like, that's because oh, she's the first thing you see. Out. That's because she's passed out. out. It's she like she placed them there. Unconscious. She's like, come this get me, true. big boy. This is true, but <laughs> what it looks like is that she sat down to get in the cab and then fell over. <laughs> Well, no, that's what it's revealed to look like. The first moment when you see it, she's like definitely like, "Ooh, here are my legs. You know where to go." Kristen, these these are not the first. You gotta crawl like, in here to get in here. Things that go through a man's brain. We don't we don't rationally think things like, "Oh, obviously passed oh. out." Like, "Ooh, hey, oh. sexy legs out of a cab. What's up with that?" No, you just you, you just think she's got legs. <laughs> Her legs did look very good. I didn't. Yeah, enjoy it. oh, dude, I did she, enjoy. she's smoking in this whole movie, except for the weird hair. The whole time, everybody's crazy fucking line man. No, I love her hair. Like, no, no, oh, her hair. God, the oh, 80s that giant. Wait, which one? At the beginning, at the beginning yeah. it's all I yeah. could think was lion yeah. mane. Like it was massive. Yeah. And then, then later on, she gets the Meg Ryan, which is like yes, yeah. Dude, she looks so much like Meg Ryan in so the whole many time, shots of this movie. The Holy whole time. fuck. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. does. Yeah, she looks like she looks like fucking Meg Ryan and fucking uh, uh, Kathleen. Uh, who's um, who's the romance in the stone lady? Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner. Yeah. Meg Ryan had a baby, and then she, with fucking um, uh, Jennifer Tilly's voice, it was like fucking with me the whole time. <laughs> Jared's childhood imagination <laughs> amalgamated into. <laughs> but yeah, she looks so much like Meg Ryan. It's so weird. Yeah, they they don't shoot her that well though. There's this angle that they keep shooting to her from the side, kind of down. Where her face looks rounder. Yeah, yeah. and it makes it look yeah. like her fucking and jowls splatter. are huge. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Yeah, no, I I felt that too. And I also the the, the hair doesn't really like help that either. And like sometimes the hair oh, looks really true. good on her, then sometimes it's just I don't know. But but I also like that she goes through like moments because and when she's feeling down, her hair's all fucked up and shit. Like they 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 let it all play, like, as it should. It's de- th- but it's definitely set in its time. Well, yeah, I think the hair and the makeup uh, and the costumes are really reflective of not only that era, it's like perfectly encapsulated, but also I just, yeah, I absolutely love how they let all of those reflect the, her current mental state. And yeah, they at. really do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Except for Joan Allen. Uh, not Joan Allen. Joan Cusack, who is like always painted up. And Dude, happy regardless of what's going on. So much eyeshadow, God, like every her, single moment. Good her hair's God. like you've taken a fucking that, bill on a hat and flipped it up. It's like thin, thin and big in the front. Yeah. When she turns yeah. sideways, I'm like, what yeah. is that? It's really weird. It's, it's like really a, it's weird. like a, it's like a halo thing that's turned yeah. sideways. Yeah. It's like she's a fucking pharaoh or something. You know. Just get the- <laughs> You work with what you work with, okay? Work with what you've got. No, it's cool, man. She crazy eye makeup, all of it. She's on top. I really enjoyed because uh, she and there were a couple of other women, but especially Joan Cusack had like the double colors on her yeah, eye for her yeah. eyeshadow. And was I it just two? Sometimes no. At the end, when, when or like or when she goes in, she's like, "Hey, will you, will you be me?" At that point, dude, she had like multiple. She had like the rainbow going on. Okay, yeah. There were some times where I was like, is it just two? Or does she got like three or four fucking colors going on? Like, what the hell is happening to her eyelids? She's having fun. Okay, she's living her life. It's definitely fun. Yeah. And did you notice that their <laughs> their accents got softer throughout the film? Melanie would change it on purpose at times. Yeah. But at the at the beginning when they're just having girl talk and they're in their, you know, happy birthday, they're so thick. Thick, thick, thick accents. And then, and then, like even sometimes, like in some flashbacks and things, like the accent would be a little, little harder. Yeah, it well, feels like they were evolving through the film. Yeah, well, they were. To. I mean, Melanie was basically code switching to yeah. be the to become the executive or whatever she was supposed to be, whatever her title. Yeah, was. they have that whole montage scene where she's like listening to the tape playback and trying to imitate her her. In- tonality and intonation and stuff yeah because she doesn't belong there like she ha- doesn't have the edge like they she makes like the, 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 that's the point in the beginning and she's like no i went to school and i got this but she didn't like go to university she doesn't belong in that world she's not educated she doesn't have the contacts she doesn't have the clothes she doesn't have the demeanor she doesn't have anything she does not belong there and so yes yeah, that is what she is doing is trying to fit into that world the best way she can and yeah her voice is the first thing to go her accent's the first thing to go yeah but they show that she's got the street smarts that she can like look in well, the yeah. tabloids and she can like you know she can, she, can, she, can, she, she can legally <laughs> she's blonde really this smart. shit no of course <laughs> well and so that's the whole point though is her she's trying to prove that she can make it in that world I'm saying she doesn't right. inherently belong there she wasn't raised to be in that world that's what I'm saying yeah she can certainly hang in that world that's why that's why she gets what she does. Her yeah. idea, yeah, she's smart. Yeah, that's not the question. The que- it's it's not just do you have good ideas. It's it's all politics. There's so much politics here, and that's what she learns in this movie. Mm. Yeah, Harrison Ford tells her like three times, like, "How do you do business like this? What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> you gonna cut me out? You gonna cut me <laughs> he's, out? He's got food in his mouth, and Dude, he's like, "Wait, what?" I love that whole he's fucking like, scene. He's, he's got fucking mayonnaise he's, he's on the corner a, of his mouth. It's he's fantastic. been eating a fucking gyro, and he's just like yeah. got fucking shit all over his face. He's like, "Wait, wait, what?" <laughs> hang on, hang on. <laughs> I'll admit, I've been in a little bit of a slump, but I mean, come on, you just can't do that to a guy. <laughs> I want to become a little covered by a little piece of tape. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's the best part of that whole conversation. Oh, forgot about that. God damn, See, that's so good. So when. All right, so you know the scene when the, so they go to the party, right? Like he thinks it's a meeting, and they go and they're at like a wedding, and then they they're in like this crazy like pink bathroom, looks like a Buck and Barbie's bathroom. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Did did anyone notice the extra person in the stall? I mean, like uh, earlier, or was that something that did you did you notice the the person peeping in the in the stall that next There's to Harrison person Ford? peeping in the stall? Or basically that that's how that's how they knew that the uh, when, when the bride and everybody comes and like approaches what. 
No, they they kept saying that they're friends of Mark, which was like the groom or something. Wait, so you, she's you, Harrison Ford the, goes. No, yeah. I'm sorry. Harrison Ford goes into the stall. If you look into the stall next to him on the left, there's feet. There there was a woman in that bathroom the whole time. Oh, I, man, I missed that. Yeah, I, very, I, very, yes. very, very I subtle. That at all. And then and then yeah. yeah, and then and then when I and then when I uh, and at the very end of the scene, as they run out and like he comes in, he pulls her out because you know the bride's in there and she's like having her meltdown. Yeah. Uh, you see the person move slightly, but anyways, very, very cool, very subtle. I didn't even look because I mean the way they're talking, it just it sounds like they're the only ones in there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, didn't even think about the uh, look, <laughs> look for feet under the stalls. I wouldn't paint attention. <laughs> that, that's a pretty great scene. Oh, that's a great scene. Yeah, great locations too. I, I think almost all of this was shot in fucking in New York on location. Man, I didn't see a single fucking set in this movie. You look really? out, yeah, all the windows. If you look out the windows, that's. The fucking like that's actual Statue of Liberty. There's the actual bay with the water, like all of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Is yeah. See shit moving way when, too much, right? Yeah. For when, sure. when she when she got yeah. into her office at the end, I started questioning it. When she walks in and she's standing next to that window, I was like, "Is that a set? Is that a set? Is am I looking at like a like a matte painting?" Uh, it's the only time I really had a question. I don't think that one is either. But it, it probably isn't. Yeah. Because I mean, even that pullout of that the building, the very last shot where they start rolling the credits over. Like you can clearly they doing see a digital her. zoom on the, at the beginning of that. That's why it's so out of focus. It's like it's like they're focused to the to the. It's like they're focused to the edge of the building, not like into the into the room. I don't know, man. I th- yeah. this HD copy. I I saw this on. Uh, I bought it off Amazon Prime and same same here. Yeah, it wasn't the best looking. Like I felt like the whole movie looked a little soft. <laughs> And it's like I know yeah. this whole movie is not shot yeah. out of focus, but uh, what's well, going on here? I think they were doing that like softening stuff especially when she was with Harrison Ford and they're having all their moments it, it felt like it started getting more classically film lit you know with, with like the the softer there's a couple moments near, yeah. nearer the end but no not for the yeah. majority of the movie not for the majority of film yeah. definitely not no and I did like that Mike Nichols uh, started this movie off just like he did with the birdcage. He's like, we're just going to do a really long fucking goddamn helicopter shot out in the water, and we're going to end up on a small little location where our characters are. Hell yeah, I love that. that. Only, it was. The thing about that is that, that the horizon was off on that shot, and I was thinking, oh, could, dude, could that you, kind of, yeah, that is that bugging you? Like, like, <laughs> did, like could, could you not back in the day just kind of like blow it up and rotate it, or is it just not even worth like fucking with? Because today we can just like fix things like that so easily. I mean, you could, but I mean, you get a generation loss because you'd have to reprint that to film. So oh, you'd have to reprint it. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So fuck it. The, the, the horizon's off. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, that was an impressive shot. It's too. like a it's like a four minute long shot. They circle the Statue of Liberty like three times. Like yeah, and then they go, who, and they're tracking cares? on with that ferry, which is like super fucking cool. Dude. And, yeah. yeah, I was going to lose my shit that. if they were going to go inside the ferry. I was like, no, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they, no, oh no, no they, they cut. They cut inside. Obviously, I was like a but, three frame dissolve. <laughs> <laughs> but then they do that like quintessential Mike Nichols shot that he loves to get is like people walking down the sidewalk, the sea of people. He, he doesn't close. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. like, like you just catching super long lenses and they're just right in the you. fucking middle yeah. of it. And you're like, where are they? Where are they? Oh, there's the there's the hair sticking up. <laughs> now I got him. Oh, yeah, you can't not, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, once their heads pop up, it's like, no, no, I got it, I got it. What did yeah. she say? She's like, she's like, what do you need a speech class for? You talk fine. You talk- <laughs> <laughs> what a great setup to her progression, though. Like, it's just a perfect way of being like, yeah, no, you picked this up when you were like 10. It was, it was cute for a long time. And now you're working for a girl that's like six days younger than you. And you maybe realize that you don't want it anymore. <laughs> 
Yeah, but she's so she's so full of herself. The way she like flaunts in, like like she's the queen and Who's all that. Gurney? Oh she's man, confident. yeah, but she eats confident. she confident. eats up every scene. <laughs> she is a fucking double. Fucking crossing yeah, little dude, bitch. She's, God, you want to fucking choke dude. her? Oh, she's so perfect in this though. Because those like, early like, scenes, man, <laughs> like it's like, is she saying this for reals? Is she just saying the right words? Am I projecting onto her, and she's actually like legitimate? And I'm just, I'm, I'm expecting her to be the bitch in the situation. I'm no, so she's confused. the bitch in the situation. <laughs> she's, but she, with the smile on her face, and she's yeah, like, of yeah. course he's gonna ask me to marry him because I'm fucking me. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> with her all her fucking goddamn gym equipment in her fucking office. Yeah. Oh my god, that <laughs> looks like it's never been touched. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I just love how she goes from being like, "He's gonna marry me." You gotta, you gotta do what you want in life. You gotta take control of things. Like, wait, wait, wait. So are you manipulating this guy? Does he actually? Who makes love it happen? You? Like, what's going? Who on? makes it happen? You do. I do. Okay, then. <laughs> That was a that was a really uh, Melanie Griffith's close up there was really fucking great. Like she, got, dude, she was just about about to cry. Right. Like, it was so perfect. Yeah, fucking that yeah, glassy eye. Oh, dude, I love yeah. that. Yeah, she's like, I do. Only then <laughs> do we do. get what we want. Dude, that was one of my notes. I was like, <laughs> is she crying in like every fucking scene in this movie? Because there are so many like answer shots where she's just like on the verge of tears and so many so many of these moments well did you guys watch the like the hollywood access thing that you do the only thing that's the fucking behind on the behind the scenes of this thing no no i didn't watch it it's it's this whole thing where they're like basically melanie griffith is this character like no one wanted her to be in this fucking movie like she had to fucking audition and, and like fight to get this role so basically this this fucking character mimics her in the role so she's actually hmm. Playing herself, basically, to some extent, you know, yeah, yeah, to some extent, to keep because she has to prove herself constantly to the fucking uppers to to, to legitimize legitimize her being there. I think they wanted Shelley Duvall to be Shelley Long, Shelley Long from Cheers, Shelley, yeah, from Cheers, oh. yeah. That was oh, she was having a moment. Ew. Complete oh, would have been a completely different no, movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> you get Alec Baldwin and fucking Shelley Long. Oh man. Who was it? They they like did a test with somebody, <laughs> and they decided that she was too pretty, and it, she would be just like distract people. And so they were like, "We need an old." Damn. Well, they were like, "No," but they said they need like a an old Hollywood type where when you put glasses on her, you can't tell that she if she's pretty. Can't prettier. tell that she's pretty with glasses. Oh, That's why they use those weird like, glasses. <laughs> oh my, dude! The moments where she has glasses on, I'm like, wow, she's like librarian hot right now. Yeah, what is yeah, going those on? are some yeah. odd glasses too. They were like really <laughs> deep on the bottom. You know, kind of yeah, like they're yeah. very interesting style. But yeah, I love those were eighty oh, style. Yeah. yeah. I like she looked great in this. Yeah, she yeah. looked super cute yeah. in this. Yeah. With the hair yeah. pulled all tight and the glasses and the, uh, yep. And when she takes over Catherine's style. Well, I guess she's just working out of her fucking closet yeah, at, she just at that takes point. Catherine. Dude, $6,000 dress though. Like Okay, so in today's <laughs> money. Says that and she's I like, love that scene. Okay, I need to sit down for a second. Ooh, That's down, so the shit's hitting the fan. As if $6,000 wasn't enough if we use the inflation calculator, it's 15,000 today. Holy Balls! What a fifteen thousand dollar dress, and then she's well, yeah. got in her closet with the price tag still on it. God damn, that's like half a car. You're saving it for a special occasion. You yeah, know? but she didn't want to take off the price tag, so she could always remember how much it cost. I guess I'm so no, because you take off the price tag right before you wear the clothes. You don't take so you, you can don't... take it back. Like if you're putting it in your no, closet, like... and you're not like what's what's the what's the thought here? I'm... I don't know that I don't know, but I'm just saying that like you don't like when you buy clothes, you don't come home and the first thing you do is take off the price tag. <laughs> I just don't. You don't do that. Well, uh, gentlemen, uh, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I do that <laughs> I do, because I, do that. I obviously am uncouth. 
<laughs> Clearly. No, I take off the price tag at the last minute usually. Because then it's still new. It, it's 100%. <laughs> I still, sometimes I do forget to take off the price tag even when I wear it. And like I have 100% been out and realized that the price tag, like it's hidden, but like I can like, I move a certain way and I can feel <laughs> the price tag. <laughs> I love how they play that scene out right there where you don't really know where she, you know, like somehow you might still think that she's like in her closet, you know, as they're getting dressed or somewhere and they, they start checking the price tags. It all starts to make sense what she's doing. Um, but I did have a question for Kristen. Like if women are wearing stockings like that, what's the, what's the thing that's around the waist that's holding the stockings up? And is it, is that oh, needed or is that, is that, that is that's, needed, that's a, yes. it's, it, yeah, the stockings <laughs> don't, you know, so yeah, it's a garter, and yes, it holds the stockings up. They will not stay up on their own. So that's the difference between pantyhose and stockings? Yeah, so pantyhose is all in one, and <laughs> uh, it's generally considered easier. It is it is easier to wear and and use. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, I, don't, I meant to look that up, actually, when pantyhose became more common than garter and stockings, because that used to be what every every single woman wore because obviously pantyhose had not been invented yet because it seemed like if she was just wearing that no i remember my mom i remember my mom wearing pantyhose in the 80s yeah my mom wore pantyhose in the 80s too i'm saying though but like um i don't know when pantyhose was invented like was it in the 80s or was it in the 70s or was it around like that's what i'm saying oh yeah Yeah. or is it is it because she was doing fancy dress is it was it fancier to wear stockings than pantyhose i mean yes it's fancier but like you you wouldn't necessarily wear it because you're going to a fancy occasion unless you just wanted to because generally no one's going to see it. No yeah. one's going to see it, so it doesn't really matter if mm. you wear one or the other. It's a personal preference. I think you're missing the joke there. I think she has all the stockings because Alec Baldwin's character has been buying that shit for her. Yeah, that also. That, that's what I was wondering too. Yeah, is, okay. is she did she just have it because of that? Because earlier he was doing that, and and so she 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 is can wearing you it out. Buy me a sweater so I can wear something. God damn it, man! It's all crazy lingerie. Yeah, I love that they don't cut back to Alec Baldwin, so you don't you don't see his response at all. It just fades right there on her. I love that. Okay, so just for the record, pantyhose. It was invented in the late 1950s, went on sale mm. in 1959, and did not become popular until the 1960s because of the mini skirt. And so mm. people didn't want their garters to show. Oh, there you go. Fucking Alec Baldwin. Buy some pantyhose. They're cheaper too, you bastard. Yeah, and they come in that cool little egg. <laughs> <laughs> do they come in an egg? I just have a vivid the memory legs of that. Do. Yeah, the some legs. Yeah, is that what do, it was? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't bought a it's lot like of pantyhose, guys. I, you know, yeah, it's, it's like what you get out of a gumball machine. With Do you a not remember your mom buying? <laughs> no, because like I, I don't. My mom having like a they were like a like a milk carton kind of box. It was like in a oh, flat okay, like okay. thing. Yeah, right, yeah, right, I remember yeah. that. Uh, I mean, it's so long ago. Legs. I can't. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> I remember that commercial. Oh, sorry. No, I do not remember that commercial. <laughs> uh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man. If in the eighties, if it wasn't a toy commercial, uh, all right, skip. We're gonna go get some drink, some snacks. We'll be back. I'll watch the GI Joes and the Transformers commercials and leave for everything else. Oh, I, I do have to say the the reason I, I actually uh, was seeking this movie out when I was younger was because Sigourney Weaver was in it, not because of Harrison Ford. Uh, I was like, I had just seen Aliens at the age of like nine, and at that point, I was just like, oh my god, I have got to see every fucking Sigourney Weaver movie ever. 
And I, she's in mergers fair. and acquisitions yeah. and taking out fucking xenomorphs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, the first time I saw this movie, bored out of my fucking mind. I was like, God, this I sucks. Bet, yeah. Indiana Jones is boring. Ripley's boring. <laughs> Who is this blonde bitch? <laughs> but no, I, I, yeah, come around to it since. What you guys think of uh, Kevin Spacey? Oh, his one fucking scene where he's a total douche in the in the limo. Seems about right. Yeah. I was like, did they just typecast him or what? What's going on here? The only difference is instead of a heterosexual pornography, I'd be watching gay porn and be a man in the limo. He's like, oops, I uh, grabbed the wrong VHS. Unless it's the right one. I will say uh, that porno was absolutely hysterical. The girl walking. <laughs> well, she's not walking. She's swimming. She's floating. She's floating in a pool. How is he breathing? He's, like, he's drowning. So he's like. But <laughs> the guy's kicking he's his feet as he's going drowning. around. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's like that sex scene in Fatal Attraction. It just makes no sense, right? <laughs> Is that the one was in the pool? The Michael pool. Douglas. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're drowning in fucking. No, it wasn't a pool. Oh, it, was a right, with the... it was a sink. Fatal attraction no, was a sink. It wasn't. It wasn't fatal attraction. It was uh, the one. Uh, Showgirls. Basic What's... Instinct. There's no pool in Showgirls. Basic Instinct. Showgirls. There it is. Showgirls. The, yeah, well, that's yeah. right. It's Showgirls. With the, with that the scene. fucking like waterfall and shit. Yeah, the waterfall. Yeah, <laughs> just makes no sense. Sex in pools, bro. Just doesn't really like you know. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Yeah, just <laughs> somebody's drowning. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, one person's somebody's drowning in the middle. Drowning. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't work. Oh my! Hot tubs are shallow. It's okay. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> I think it's time for break. <laughs> We're going to watch the trailer for Mike Nichols' Working Girl. We'll be right back. There isn't any room at the top for local girls like us. I'm not giving up. In the land of opportunity. They're not going to give you no shot test. They're going to shoot you. Where dreams are won and lost. Spray me down? Sorry? Well, I can't very well walk around my own party clinging. Someone's about to get what she deserves. I know I'm asking an awful lot, Tess, but I I don't know what else to do. I need you to take over. Do me a favor, be me. Be my secretary. You do, sir? Thank you, Cynthia. Hold all calls, Miss McGill? Yes, Cynthia, thank you. Can I get you anything, Mr. Trainer? Coffee, tea, me. <laughs> Isn't she right? That'll be all, Cynthia. But how are you? Century Fox presents Harrison Ford. Last night was special. It wasn't so special. I had to carry up three flights of stairs. Sigourney Weaver. This woman is my secretary. She's not. Oh, no? Ask her. Melanie Griffith. How about you? I'm flat broke. I'm crazy about a man that I will probably never see again. Well, besides that... In a new film, directed by Mike Nichols. I'm telling you, she's your man. Working girl. You know, maybe I just don't like you. Me? Nah. <laughs> All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Mike Nichols' Working Girl. 
I keep wanting to say the working girl, but there's no the. It's just working girl. Well, normally he has there. a the in his movies. You know, the graduate, the birdcage. You know, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You, you fixed yeah. it. The closer. The oh, closer. Wait, yeah. Uh, what was that other one? Uh, the closer. <laughs> <laughs> The Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jared, you were you were doing really good, and now you're just we need to put on the brakes. <laughs> we're, we're disproving our points here. <laughs> oh, that was a good trailer, though. Even if uh, most of the dialogue was not actually in the film itself. Yeah, several of the shots. But luckily, all of the ass and abs and all of those scenes were all for yeah. the movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that great song. You gotta sell tickets, you know. And I Harrison Ford will manage to get his shirt off, and everyone will applaud for him. Yeah, he was the Math- Matthew McConaughey of his age, dude. I was like, they totally <laughs> stole this scene. <laughs> yep, yep. How to lose a guy in ten days? Way to go! Way to completely steal. Man, I need to go back and watch uh, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. I do not remember that. <laughs> Can we talk about the crazy fucking uh, cast list of this movie? Like, all the crazy little cameos. It's just full of stars, or, or, or soon-to-be stars. I mean, Oliver Platt, you know, he went on to do some things. C- kind of cool yeah. to see him thin <laughs> and young. <laughs> this is thin Oliver Platt? Damn. <laughs> I don't know. I always remember Oliver Platt looking that way. <laughs> yeah. he's He's been that way for everything that I can think Didn't about. Didn't he him do a Musketeers a... movie? Yeah, he did. The oh Three my Musketeers. God, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, 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 yeah, he's, he's yeah. a little thicker in that. Yeah. And then he... <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Well, wait, wasn't he playing the thick Musketeer, though? In, yeah, in like yeah. a Porto? Well, I'm not, yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah, like, yeah. 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 He loves the women. He loves food. He's a passionate musketeer. <laughs> uh, this uh, in the credits here on IMDb it says David Duchovny was in this, but I did not see him. He's at the party, uh, the engagement party for Joan Cusack's character, uh, and he is wearing like a, a blue mechanic overall suit. Is he an extra? Pretty much. He does not have a speaking line of dialogue. <laughs> wow. Featured extra, David Duchovny. Yeah, but we we paused it that scene and uh, on Amazon, it's like, oh, David Duchovny's in this. I was like, that's fucking wrong. <laughs> Where the fuck is David Duchovny? And then like uh, we just started watching it, and I'm like, oh, there he is, right there in the background. Never mind. Wow, very cool. Yeah, this got to be super early for him. I can't even think of a movie. Yeah, he hadn't filed any of his letters yet. <laughs> the letter X. Baby. I was about to say, are you, is that an X? Is that an X Files reference? No, that's a person who didn't watch X Files referencing X Files. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> well, the truth is out there, Mike. You just it is. It is. I've never looked for it. That's probably why. That's I'm what I'm saying. It. Yeah, you just got to look yeah. for it. He wants to believe. You know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. Brian just told me the other day that fucking Mulder's uh, Scully's baby was Mulder's baby, and it like blew my brain. So there we go. Spoiler alert on X Files. But holy shit. Wow, that was that was random. Uh, <laughs> did not expect yeah, that. I know. <laughs> that, 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 that I know. We, you have me thinking about X Files. You can totally cut it out. But yeah, it was just weird, man. Yeah. It's making me want to That's... actually go watch the X Files. <laughs> I saw the movie. It was enough. It was fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first movie's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we can't. There's talk more about than the one. Oh my. Yeah, God. yeah, okay, yeah. There's two. Okay, okay. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, <laughs> uh, who are the other stars in this movie, Jared? That you're all excited about. Ah oh, man, uh, wait, wait. Olivia Dukakis is awesome. Oh yeah, uh, right after yeah. her oh. being uh, Oscar nominated for Moonstruck. Yeah, I did see fucking Ricky Lake at the goddamn wedding, dude. You know yeah, what? yeah, and which is yeah, super cool. Like, is that? Wait a second. No, yeah, yeah. Good, good line delivery too. So, young like, as matter shit. Matter of fact, 
Yeah, I don't. I can't. Who are the other people that are cameoing? <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> there were others, man. Obviously, we've talked about Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Kevin Spacey. Look, he played a good sleaze ball. Uh, I, I, he had a weird mole on the side of his face. I, I didn't check it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do any research to see if that's actually there. Or is that like a problem Wasn't that he's that having on the at the other time? Side? <laughs> I have a mole. Excuse me, your so your your mole it's moved. <laughs> I have a mole. <laughs> the uh, this was uh, nominated for uh, six Academy Awards. Wow, which yeah. ones? Uh, it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, uh, Best Actress for Melanie Griffith. And Way to go, girl. It got two supporting uh, actress nods uh, for Sigourney Weaver and Joan Cusack. Wow. Hmm. No, nothing, nothing for writing? Nothing for writing. It did when, I thought uh, this was written pretty damn well. Like, yeah. Wow. yeah. The dialogue yeah. is excellent. Yeah. Like, uh, the, all, all the little fucking humor it, is amazing. It, it's, it's fucking excellent. <laughs> well, it just it flows so well that like in the moment watching the movie, it, it doesn't seem – it doesn't seem like it's a lot, but like stopping to think about it after the fact, like it's pretty well crafted. It's very well put together. Like I, the, yeah, it's very brilliant. Even down to the small things, like you know, um, her leaving her notebook around. You know, yeah. like like There's these little things, these little things, these little things that oh, pay off. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That also totally plays into her character. You know, she's she's not completely put together. She has these little things. You know, that she's she's forgetful in certain things. I like that. It's really fucking cool, and uh, and every time every s- fucking awesome little thing that Harrison Ford says, like when he's like you know like a, I promised myself when we met that we drink tequila, you know all that shit. That's fucking great. That's beautiful. That that that's like amazing scene building shit, and it makes you love him instantly. You're just like ah, oh, what a badass. <laughs> <laughs> he's drinking tequila, yeah, real drinks, no wine oh, or any, real any French. Oh, oh. What did he say? Frog water. Say frog water. <laughs> frog water. Yeah. What the fuck is frog water? She's like, she's like, okay, but I'm buying. He's like, well, it's an open bar. Like, <laughs> he's like, sure you are, but uh, yeah. Well, I mean, what I meant was it's the principle of the thing. If I could pay, I would. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. That's yeah, of course that's. What you and that's exactly how tequila drunk is. If you're drinking them that quick, you get you get goofy headed like that, like real quick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, she was on val- Valium as well, so. Yeah, you don't mix, man. And I like I like how she's like, I took an antihistamine earlier, and it's really like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh, I didn't know they did that. Oh, okay. They let bad girls into this? I didn't know they let bad girls in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody kills it. I, you know, I, that that's what I guess Mike Nichols is known for, getting uh, really fucking amazing performances out of goddamn everyone. Yeah. Because everybody is it, – it, yeah, I, I I was gonna say everybody's pretty good. I guess Alec Baldwin is the fucking weak link here. Yeah, but that maybe that's just like I you said. Maybe that's just his, his char- it's his character. Yeah, yeah, I kinda... totally bought it as his character. Did for you sure. did you think at the end when they popped to the wedding? Did you think that Joan Cusack was marrying Alec Baldwin like I did for like there two was seconds? A, there was no. a little moment where no. I was like, Why? I was like, wait, hold on, hold, hang on. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, there was, it was this, just awkward blocking. There was a second when they cut to the wedding before you could see who it was, where I was like, I, I hope to God Melanie Griffith did not go back to Alec Oh, Baldwin. dude, could you imagine? Yeah. Because that was my first thought. And then, like, I saw that it was Joan Cusack, and I was like, what? Is she, who is she dating? And then I yeah, remembered. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy looks just like Alec Baldwin. But then you see Alec Baldwin standing there, and you're like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> 
Yeah, I had the same. Holy shit, she well, got married. Because she to was taken up for him. She was taken yeah. up for him and shit throughout the whole film and stuff. She's like, well, you know, like you know, he's really down about this and all that. She fucking he fucking cheated. <laughs> yeah, like no, play, but it's, it's like, part of no because that's part of this whole thing that I feel like it's people are moving away from it now. But like, first of all, like they're friends with the couple, right? But yeah. second of all, Melanie Griffith in the movie is trying to go above her station. Like that's why she has that whole scene after she leaves Alec Baldwin and says, "No, I'm I'm definitely staying away." Then she, that's when she's like, listen, you're ruining your life. Like she's trying to keep her from progressing. She wants to keep her on the same level. And she's doing right. it out of the goodness of her heart, even though it's terrible. But like that's, you know, that's what she's trying to do there. That's, I, don't, I never once thought she was in love with Alec Baldwin. She's just um, trying to keep Melanie Griffith from succeeding. Yeah, but she but she roots for her though because like there's yeah, that scene no, where she gets the I, phone call. She's the first friends. person that she calls, yeah. and then she like yells out to her whole fucking office. Or people are like, "What the fuck? I don't care." Yeah, yeah no, like, <laughs> it's not a malicious backstabbing thing like Sigourney Weaver. It's just um, a human nature thing. It's just a, unfortunately, yeah, it's a human nature thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a we're in this together. We're friends. Why are you leaving me? This is right. not what exactly. we do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We are Staten Island people. Right. I, I love What's wrong that. Wrong with the way we talk. <laughs> I love that human element that that, that when the uh, the guy who they're trying to sell to turns to Sigourney Weaver and he's like, "Tell me, tell me how you came up with the idea, like the moment. Give me, give me that moment. You know, that dude. That is one of the best fucking scenes in this movie. That's such a great scene, and it's so down to earth, and it's so real, and it's human, and it, it's excellent. Like, I, I love the little moment where he he gets that before, and it gives him the the idea to turn around, and just watching fucking uh, Sigourney Weaver's character squirm right there, and she's like reaching out to fucking Harrison Ford, and he's just like, no, nah, nah Ex- here. excellent, yeah, Shh, nah. get your bony ass out of here, Sigourney Weaver. Wait, oh wait, what yeah, did, what did you call it? Bony ass, bony ass, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was great when they both said it in unison. I don't have to stand here and listen to this type of language. <laughs> I don't have to take this. I'm going home. <laughs> well, that scene works so well because that earlier scene where they, uh, they're all in the meeting and Sigourney Weaver goes and interrupts it. Like, yeah. You want to. Ah, man, every time I watch that scene, I just want to yell and be like, Melody Griffith, say something. Say it, Tess. Tell him she's the bitch. It was your idea. And she just. She just caves and she's like, "Oh, yeah. I've been found like, out. Oh wow, yeah. I can't say anything. I can't think of anything to say right now." Well, 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 well this is a two-way re- relationship, bro. You know, it's tit for tat. So she's gonna get but hurt. But dude, that scene, that <laughs> moment so when good. she stands up and she's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and they're on that long ass lens and they dolly around the table and it's so just yes. lands in that perfect fucking two yes. shot with Harrison and her, just oh my god, I love that shot so much. Oh, were you talking the, about where she's in the middle? Like she's in the middle yeah. of the frame, and they're on the outside. They both got their uh, hands in their head, head in their yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As she's walking out of the place, and it just and it, it rack focuses to Sigourney. Dude, I, I I rewound it like three times. I was like, that shot was perfect. It's literally expert, like fucking like filmmaking, telling with the camera, especially like just think yeah. about yeah. think about the scene where she's dancing with the, with the target. And like and like it's it's this whirlwind thing. It's the typical thing we're gonna do the three sixty, but it builds because she's she's in the middle of her game, you know, she's fucking spinning yep. the web, everything's right there and it's like it's fucking pitch perfect playing. And and all the all the moments land there, even down to the point where uh fucking Harrison Ford is in the back of the frame. Like he comes in at the at the right moment, you know, everything lines up. It makes me wonder like how many takes did this take? Because every everything hits exactly where it should. And it's fast. Yeah. 
Yeah, it moves really quick. What are you talking about? The shot or like just the just pacing? Just the shot, just, just the the, okay. the pace, the pacing, and like and how quick the camera's moving, and the dialogue, and where everybody is, the blocking, and everything. It just hits. It, everything is exactly where it should be. It, it's 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 really well crafted. Uh, on the sentiment that everything is really well crafted and perfectly done, and when you look at all of the production design, all of the costumes, all of the hair and the makeup, everything works so well. And I, one of the things that absolutely stands out to me is Scorny Weaver's costuming because mm, yeah. she yeah the way she is so perfectly dressed for that world but she stands out and commands so much attention like i think the first scene we see her like in her element at a party at a business meeting or it's like a business party the she's cocktail party where she's wearing a red dress red oh, the dress, red dress. God, yes. i fucking loved it Yes. She owns the it's room. Fantastic. One hundred percent. Everyone around her is in fucking gray. And she's it's like, perfect. boom, right there. Oh, what she mm-hmm. says? She's like, I'd love to help you, but you can't busy the quarterback with passing out Gatorade. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. Yeah. Well, like, fuck, man. While like, Melody oh, Griffin she is a bitch. God damn. She's like <laughs> her, smel- her makeup is melting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's like, she's like dim sum. Dim sum. <laughs> fucking stupid idea. Like. <laughs> But even, I mean, and and this is how brilliant all of the costuming is. So the $6,000 dress is just like this black dress with like what looks like rhinestones on it. I'm sure it's nicer than that. But that's what it looks like. But the fact that you can put on a black dress and make it stand out from everyone else in the room and make that what draws your attention. I mean, yeah. that is absolutely incredible because it does. Every time Melanie Griffith wears that dress, she owns whatever room she is in. You eyes on her because that, and it's just a, a simple black dress. But it's kind of like it when it's kind of like how Audrey Hepburn pops off the screen. It felt yeah. like that. Like it felt mm. classic. Mm. Yes, exactly. And that's the thing is like each scene is set up so that there is uh, something like that that pops so that the character, the main character in each scene is popping and mm. I don't know how they did that but that I think is brilliant What about wearing a, uh, a white suit skirt to a wedding? Is that a thing you do? <laughs> you I didn't wear think white, about that. right? That's a really good point, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know I didn't think I didn't even notice that until you just You know, yeah, yeah, you're right, <laughs> also, I didn't think about it either, yeah That really I stood out like, to me I uh, I that didn't stand out to me because the first time we see her in that outfit, wow. she's wearing a jacket and it looks fantastic right, with the right. jacket. It does look um, good though. Yeah, it looks so good when she's walking down the street with the jacket on. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, I think the other reason it works in that scene is because the wedding dress is so frilly and so like it's big. Yeah, it's, it's giant. Huge. It's poofy. Good there God. is yeah. no way Just that you look at her and arm, mistake her that? for the bride. Yeah, the thing well, that, like it was on her arm to connect so, to where she can lift up the side of the dress. I'd never yeah. seen that before. That was weird. Yeah. No, so uh, I don't. Yeah, also on the bottom of a train, there's a loop, and it's so that you can pick up the train and put it around oh. your wrist, and so you can walk without having however many feet behind you. Yeah. They make uh, okay. Feet. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't the side of the dress. That was the train. No, okay. <laughs> the okay. Yeah. I was. I was. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this weird? Like, yeah. Anyway. So. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. And um, and to whoever asked the question in the trailer, um, yes, you can buy spray that gets rid of static cling. It was very popular in the eighties. Um, and yes, you just you lift up the 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 skirt and you spray on your legs. <laughs> and that keeps the skirt from sticking to you. Yeah, static cling. Yes. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's like the bounce sheets. You know, yeah, you you want that flow, man. When <laughs> you walk, sheets. you want that fucking. 
Yeah, exactly. Does it smell like? Does it smell like bounce? Like bounty? Like, it yeah. does not. It smells horrible. It smells. Horrible. Oh, what? Really? It's basically, oh, bugs man, yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking off. <laughs> That's what I thought like when she was first chemicals. like, spray me. And I was like, like, what the oh, hell is spray this? Me. There's it's mosquitoes the out tonight. <laughs> They're always uh, yeah. biting we're my going, ankles. We're going for a boat ride. There's mosquitoes. I actually, no, it's not. Uh, it's so, to a no, fan boat. I honestly, like the easiest fix for static cleaning since we're on this subject is just like a metal wire hanger. Um, I really? usually keep one in my closet. I don't use metal hangers normally, but I usually keep one in my closet huh. just for that. Well, there's two extra uses for hangers now. Wait, so you just like running across the fabric and yeah, it, how's yeah. that work? The static? Yeah, you just take the metal wire and yeah, you just yeah. You just rub it down. That's interesting. Yeah. Goddamn witchcraft like a, like is a, what that is. That is, it is. <laughs> right, what, what 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 do you say when you're you doing rub, that? You, do you <laughs> rub it like a <laughs> What's the incantation? <laughs> Wrinkle free, wrinkle free, wrinkle B. Uh, well, what I usually say if I'm working is hold still. This will get rid of the static clean. She's like and rubbing you with the And that's me. it. And then they're like, cool, thanks. And it's like, it's actually very easy. Yes. <laughs> do you rub it like a lint roller or do you just like do like one little like thing down she, the stuff? What? She's like, this is my new way of massaging. Right? <laughs> Don't oh, massage nice. with a metal thing, please. <laughs> try this in the future. Now, when we were kids, they used to beat us. <laughs> they come at us with shit like God that. Damn. So that's a little scary. It's a little different than one Christmas. Yeah, it's not the same thing. <laughs> Y'all behave. Uh, <laughs> damn, with a clothes hanger? That's hardcore, bro. <laughs> hey, man, we grew, we grew up in the South, and we were bad. <laughs> Better than cutting your own switch, that's for sure. Oh, did that happen, too? There was that's a willow tree that my grandmother Ooh. would make you go out. Yeah. It's got dark real quick. Yeah, and we had to walk to school both ways in the snow uphill. Uh, Grandma, do you know what social services is? Well, you was about to. (laughs) Oh, if you threaten that shit, you might not walk for a month. (laughs) Boy, you know you don't have to use a telephone. (laughs) Yeah, you do. You feel the numbers. 911. Oh, callback. Callbacks. Shout out the fugitive. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm a dick. just comes naturally uh, <laughs> oh one thing i did notice did you guys watch this movie with subtitles a no, couple probably. moments yeah right, yeah did, they came with it i didn't bother turning it off oh my god did you guys I, I didn't notice it ever watching the movie but then watching the movie with subtitles like they put the sound effect or they put clear's throat i didn't realize how many people went <clears throat> in this movie no, i no. Wait, I didn't have that. No, I didn't see that. Wait, yeah, weird. Yeah, no. It's like everybody is clearing their throat. And like uh, the director must have told Melanie Griffith to do that. Because there's like every time she's nervous, she clears her throat like goddamn five times. A lot. It is yeah. so much. And I never noticed it before. So I kept seeing those subtitles on it. And I was just like, whoa. All right. That is excessive. And Harrison Ford even does it at the meeting when she leaves. He's like, Ur-ur. he does. Well, uh, he does. let's get back to it. His is, his is super noticeable. Everybody else. Yeah. He's like, um, yeah, right before he starts talking. I kind of like it. Yeah, no. It shows the humanity of the characters. I like it. It's just something I, it just went right over my head. Just never paid attention to it once. Well, because I think also in the, in the moment where they're clearing their throat, they're clearly taking a moment to think about what they should do. And the whole time, whenever they do it, you're like, get up and go, go do your <laughs> thing. <laughs> and then they don't. <laughs> You know what? Let, let's uh, let, let's talk about the end of this movie real quick. What do you guys think the very last shot 
of the end of the film is is communicating to us that she's a cog in the machine. I typed that out to my sister because uh, I actually said wow. to my sister, uh, I, I, I like about I don't know thirty. 30, 40 minutes into it, I texted my sister and I was like, have you ever seen Working Girl? Because this is super depressing. Like, she is just like harassed and bullied and like nothing yeah. good happens yeah. to her. And all she's doing is trying to get ahead. And at what point do you say to yourself, this isn't worth it? And so anyway, and then I, I had to finish it up. With, I was like, I took a, I actually took a picture of the, the zooming out. I was like, this is the last shot because she finally has her office with the window, but does it matter? Because she is just a cog in the machine. She is not important. Important. God <laughs> it, damn! It, no, you're right. It, it made me have a, a, the same yeah, feeling, yeah. and I was like, "Well, are we yeah. trying to say that she's halfway there? Because we're in the middle of the building, right?" But also, it's like, "Damn, what's it for?" Like, yeah, exactly. she, yeah. like e- even in her head, yeah. even though she's gotten this far, she still felt like she was the fucking secretary. Like, she still felt like that that was her desk. That was good enough. Right, right, right. And and then when she realizes that, and I was like, "Damn!" Like, like, or like. What are we actually striving for? Well, they, is, is there was this a the whole goal? conversation yeah. with Sigourney in the very beginning when she first met her about like the ways that like you have to decide what you want for yourself and yeah, you have so, to you decide that you fit well, in is what she said. And I, here she is at the she's got the fucking job and she's assuming she's getting the fucking coffee still. Well, no, yeah. I, I understand. I actually do understand her thinking that she's a secretary. It did actually bother me a lot. When the secretary, the actual secretary was like, you know, what what are your duties? And she's like, oh, don't worry. Like, I'm a cool, I'm a cool boss. And it's like, no, you need to start taking this seriously. <laughs> you need to yeah. have like rules and expectations for your assistance. And what I, the last shot initially was saying, I think it's actually really brilliant because she sits at the desk and she has this moment of accomplishment and it goes to the window and you see like this is her view and this is what she's doing and she's wonderful but then it just keeps zooming out and you're like oh she's nothing you know like you realize that like she is just going to keep doing this exact same thing yes she has a better job we hope yes she has an assistant now yes she has made it somewhere but like where has she made it she's really done anything I mean she has but she hasn't it's just like the apartment. Like, you know, he's just one of fucking 30,000 people that work right. in this fucking building. Jesus Christ. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, and that's the thing, though, is like you can make the argument for the same argument for anyone working in that building. You know, like I don't mean to imply that like she's just not there yet because every with every promotion, it's again just another cog in the machine. You need to do this. And and at some point, I feel like you have to ask yourself, what is it for? If it's just for money, you need money to live. Like, I get that. But like, also, what are you doing with your life? You it's kind of like what, what, what you a lot of times people, what people do is, is like, you know, when you, when it's it happens in the film industry a lot. Somebody asks you, hey, man, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm working on this and this and this. We, we identify ourselves by what we do. So it depends mm-hmm. on like what you want to identify yourself as or what you feel like you should identify yourself as. So it's like maybe she just hadn't figured that out. Maybe she's learned that maybe she can step up to the next level. Even yeah. though her brain isn't there yet. Well, her brain isn't there yet. I think she, I hope she'll be successful but, uh, yeah, again, it's all very subjective. She's starting at an entry level. Remember, that's what they told her. She has to take an entry-level yeah. job. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's why she thought that she was the secretary yeah, again. that was the yep. misdirect, yeah. 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 Um, but she is still entry-level. She still has a way to go. And I, honestly, I feel like her biggest issue is that she is ambitious. And people don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
People don't like that. And and just look at everyone who tried to stop her along the way. Look at everyone who tried to steal her ideas. Look at everyone who did not believe in her. The fact that she found Harrison Ford and this other guy who just randomly was like, okay, I'll hear you out. Like, that's unusual. Yeah. All right. So you guys all took the ending as not good as well, right? No, I think a it's fine. It's fine. Oh, okay. No, no. I mean, like, no. No, no it's like, depressing, it's, it's, but it's that's fine. That's what I mean. That's what I mean by <laughs> like, not like, good. Like, it, it's, it's a bad it's, situation it's for sobering. her. It's sobering. It, like, they, they build you up yeah. so much that this is such a big moment, right? And then, and then you're happy for her. But then there's like this sobering realization that like, you know, but also it's, it's like, what do you, what do you want to get out of life? You know, if that's enough, then that's enough. You I know, think... you can have, you can have your life. You've got Harrison Ford. Everything's great. <laughs> hey bro. Like she got Jack. That's great. Well, I also think that it makes you take a look at yourself because as you're watching this movie, you can identify with a lot of her struggles and a lot of what she's going through, especially yeah. as women working at the time or even now. Um, you can identify with a lot of what she's going through, but there's a lot here for men to identify with, too. And so, yeah, when she finally gets it, when she finally gets it, you're just like, that's fantastic. Like, maybe everything that I'm doing and all of my struggles are worth it, too, because she can she can succeed and like i have this role model in this movie character you know um and then I, I think it's a good reflection on ourselves and on society like we do put so much stock into our job what? and that doesn't define us it shouldn't define us that is something that's kind of weird too about this movie like it's a very hopeful story and we're supposed to be rooting for tess but she's going to work at wall street with a bunch of soulless, life-sucking <laughs> fucking vampires. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, of course she's yeah. working with fucking pimps like Oliver Platt's character. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? That was awesome. She put that up on the tick- ticker tag. <laughs> Wait, what is that Tiny dick. He's, got a t- he's, 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 a, got a, he's a He's a pimp with a tiny dick. Or something like that. Yeah. Oh, man. That's the gist of it. There are a few more adjectives, but that's the gist of it. I think the the interesting thing about the ending is that it's ambiguous enough that you can project yourself onto it. Yeah, I mean... I saw no, it on. and I I was I, w- I was like maybe thinking maybe I was reading into it because Mike Nichols also did the graduate and it's like am I projecting something on it here or is that what the mo- filmmakers actually trying to communicate to me and that's why I was asking you guys what you what you guys thought okay but okay so speaking of projecting the biggest moment where I was like no this is me projecting myself into this movie was when she first meets Sigourney Weaver and. Sigourney Weaver is sitting there and she's like you can tell me your ideas oh you know uh, it's a two-way street and I'll help you and oh this was I think this is a good idea but you know no one else does but I just keep telling me and I'm I'm rooting for you and because my first thought is do not trust that bitch and then I was like wait a minute is this is this me is this me am I being a bad person here <laughs> and then no I was correct but that no, like it took me, it took me a I minute because I was like, feelings. I yeah. was like, yeah. hold on, what am I thinking here? Like maybe this is her mentor, and like she's gonna like go the distance because of yeah, her. But... No, and didn't have that. <laughs> Remember, films are conflicts, so you knew that was gonna be. <laughs> that was what was well, I think happen. it's especially funny because as soon as I saw, like I've seen the ending, like I said a million times, and so I, I don't know why I didn't piece that together. <laughs> Or maybe subconsciously I did, and that's why I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like seeing Sigourney Weaver playing a little snide character. I think it's great. And in the behind the scenes, she said she really took this because it was like very small part. 
and compared what she normally does. So it was kind of refreshing to kind of step in this and, and have a little fun and not really have to like carry the movie. That's awesome. And I love that. I saw that Harrison Ford said he took this role because it was the complete opposite of the his previous movie. That's good though. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought that was great. I enjoy doing something just for fun, just because it's different. It makes you stronger in your role. Oh, for sure. I noticed a bunch of reviews at the time where critics were like pointing out like, oh my God, Harrison Ford, Sigourney Weaver. Who knew they could be funny? I was like, well, fuck you. And then I started thinking about it and it's like, well, this is like the first comedic role for, I think, either one of them. Oh, wow. Like American Graffiti is the only Harrison Ford movie I can think of that's kind of funny. No, but even in Indiana Jones, there's like funny beats and shit. Yeah, but it's not a funny movie. He's not being funny. It doesn't matter. He's an action hero, not a comedy star. Action heroes, bullshit. Even in action heroes, they always have little funny moments. Yeah, I know. Like, they all do that. Like, even Van Damme. Like, you want to see Van Damme in a comedy? You want to see Steven Seagal in a comedy? No. Come on, man. Sure. Most of Steven Seagal's movies are already comedies, though. Let's be (laughs) Yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> Moment of silence for Stephen Skull. Emotional damage. <laughs> but I mean, uh, this was a good year for Sigourney Weaver as well. Uh, she was nominated for this in Supporting Actress, and she was also nominated for Best Actress for Girl is in the Mist. Two Academy Award nominations in one year. Didn't win either God one. Damn. Wow. So she was going up against herself. That's Well, yeah, in a different category. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, look at that. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. So no, not going up against herself. Not, not against herself. She had twice the chances. As well. I'm gonna say, imagine if imagine if you had two of the slots of the of the of the four, and you didn't, still didn't win. <laughs> like, god, god damn, damn, really? <laughs> that, like, fuck. That, yeah, that actually always usually it hurt, it hurts the person that's doing that because they they get a vote split. People are like, oh no, I'm gonna vote for this person and this win. Oh this yeah. Win. Oh damn. So they end up fucking themselves with that. Yeah. Yeah. I wow, I didn't think about that. Interesting. I really think it's wild that Melanie Griffith was not a star. This was this was the movie that made her a star. Because I've just always, I don't know, I've always known who she is. Is I she just, a star? Let's see what else she's done. Well, what, I mean, what, after this, this is her biggest movie? Yeah, this is her biggest movie. She is a household name. Let's put it like that. People <sighs> know her that doesn't necessarily make <laughs> yeah. her a star. I think people knew oh, her Oh, what is the difference, Mike? Can you explain that I don't that know. To I'm me? just, I mean, a lot of people are famous. And people knew her because wasn't she like naked from the age of 14 thanks to her mother? Hold on. Yeah, Wait, she did a bunch of. her around. Yeah, her mom's Tippi Hitron from The Birds. From The Birds in Hitchcock. Um, but yeah, because her mom was not a great mom, though. So she was like, sure, my underage daughter. Oh, wow, this is crazy. She, no she was Lolita in 97 in the Adrian Lane Lolita. What? No, she wasn't. Who? Is that, 90, is that, 97? That, wait, She'd wait. be like fucking four, 35, 40. Okay, I just saw Lolita. I didn't look at the... the there we go. My bad. <laughs> She was in that movie, though. <laughs> is she the mom? She was the mom. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Is, was she? That, 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 the, Hayes, the Hayes is what got me there. Yeah, Charlotte Hayes. Yeah, she was the mom. Oh, wow, yeah. All right. Okay, fuck. Wow. I totally forgot wow. that. Yeah. I need to go back and rewatch that. Interesting. Yeah, I guess this was her big movie. Uh, and before this, I remember her in a, like, uh, what was, she, was she in that Brian De Palma film, Body Double? I mean, she's playing like a mm. porn star in that movie. <laughs> Or like a fitting, right? Yeah, or like a, a <laughs> prostitute. I forget what her actual role is, but in that film. But then after this, she was in uh, Shining Through with Michael Douglas. That was kind of a, a hit. I remember Milk Money, and that's I about it. That too. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't remember much else from her career. She was in Body Double. Yeah, that's the Brian De Palma movie. Came out in the very early, eh, oh, early to mid eighties. Now and then, which was a big deal at the time, and no one remembers that. 
now. Was that a big deal at the time? I had... It was, yes. I can tell you as a little teenage girl. Was oh, that's huge, how you mean it. Yeah. Huge deal. Because I yes. was going to say, I don't think that did very good at the box office. No, it didn't. It didn't. And everyone for very quickly forgot about it. That's, isn't that the one with like, uh, it's got Demi Moore and like Rosie O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Yeah. And Thora Birch and uh, oh, wow. yeah. Christina Ricci and... I vaguely remember that. Somebody else. I actually don't remember the movie at all. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember what the movie's actually about. I just remember like Demi Moore is playing like the older version of the kids that are in the movie. Yeah. All of the women are playing the older version. It's like the bunch of childhood friends and then they grow up and the adults like have like a reunion or something. Mm. Okay, so are we saying Melanie Griffith is not a star? Because her kid is also a star now. Or are we going to say she's not a star who's either? Her kid? Who's Dakota her kid? Dakota Johnson. Yeah. Dakota Johnson. That's who? Oh, yeah. wow. Her father's okay. Don Johnson okay. from Miami. Uh, yeah. Vice. Well, she go. got with John Johnson and then broke up and then got back with him. Yeah, because she was a teenager. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah. She was under eight. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah. But go on. Don Johnson on. was her mother's co-star while she first... <laughs> <laughs> wait, was wait, was he really her mother's yes, co-star? That, oh my god! According to that. Wikipedia, that's when they first met. Because wasn't she like fifteen or sixteen? And then they yep. broke up when she was seventeen the first time, and then gross. They got back together when she was like. I don't remember. Very young still. I think it was like right after this movie. I think when this movie came out. It was right after this movie. Yeah. 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 I don't think I've seen anything that Dakota Johnson has done, but I think it's very interesting that she did the fucking Fifty Shades movies. She did. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. It's all about about sex in that family. Yeah. Yes. I don't even know what else she's been in. Dakota Johnson, though, is famous for being. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Wait, is she? Dakota Johnson is oh in the remake is famous for being like very quirky in interviews like she has like a household of limes or something I don't remember it was a weird Hmm. clip and she yelled at Ellen DeGeneres or something (laughs) I mean that's pretty understandable though no but I know but like on air (laughs) was she the one that talked about like going to a party she wasn't invited yeah Yeah, I love that clip that's great yeah Ellen looks like a total like like asshole it's great (laughs) Didn't we learn that it turns out that Ellen DeGeneres actually is an asshole? Yeah, I yeah. Was that the, that. yeah apparently she yeah. yells at people and, you know, is like overbearing and shit. Oh, wait, know. that's it? Go figure. Oh, yeah. That uh, didn't seem yeah. so bad. <laughs> well, have you been yelled at by her? <laughs> no, but I could. Brian, she can make you it. feel this big, bro. <laughs> Just be over there and like, oh, that's okay. That's all right. Channel your anger. Let the hate flow. All right, good. Yes, good. <laughs> Go yell at that PA in the corner. <laughs> I heard they fucked some shit up. Fucking Brian works for the Death Star, bro. He's like working for the dark side. He's like, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go by. Ellen, did you ask that guy to get you a cup of coffee like fucking five minutes ago? <laughs> Since you're fucking instigating shit, she's like, I did. <laughs> Trusting your PAs is your weakness. <laughs> no, what is it? It's fucking uh, Chris Rock in that Kevin Smith movie where the guy comes up and he's like, Can you give, give me a cup of coffee. And the guy comes up and he's like, is there boogers in this? <laughs> he's like, no, there's coffee with no boogers. And he like slaps it out of his hand. He's like, no, go get me, go get me another cup of coffee. Like, <laughs> Speaking of cups of coffee, I did think it was weird when they, when they were like, uh, I take it light with no sugar. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, does that mean milk? They have different. Lots no, I, I, I was thinking that Lots light roast versus medium roast or dark roast. Nah, that's where nah, my head went. This means pour a fuck ton of cream in that shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I yeah, think that's how they, they meant. Because yeah. every oh, other town, yeah, they okay. were talking about milk and sugar. Right. 
I was just thinking machine. they were being bougie and having different. I am a hundred percent sure that not in 1988 no. they did not have different no. roasted. Nope, coffee. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's, it people have been like different in the actual house. I don't understand what are you talking about? <laughs> Best there's coffee and then there's coffee and we could also have coffee. I don't understand what's the difference. Yeah, man. Does anybody get anything else, or are we at ratings? All right, looks like we're at ratings. Who's rating Working Girl? Who's going first? Well, uh, nobody's going first. All right, uh, I guess I'm going first. Um, Working Girl. Oh, let's see. What are we going to give Working Girl? Uh, Man, I feel like I've been throwing out so many tens. I feel like I need to give this a nine, but I don't know why I would give it a nine, so I feel like we should just give it a ten, right? Yeah. More tens. Mike Nichols. Tens all around. Yeah, it's it's pretty terrific. It's a really, really good movie. I, I was really surprised that this was written by a man. I mean, uh, the women characters are written so well. It's go, what, Kristen? What? Can I say? Oh, he, oh, can I she cuts her pearls, bro. Okay, okay. <laughs> I saw a really great quote from the writer who was like, "Yeah, I just wrote the characters like they were men, and then I made them women, and that's why they're so well written." And I was like, "Yes, God damn." Because I've I've actually heard that when when that's the advice when you're when men. That men give to other men. And they're like, oh, I can't write my female characters. They are stupid and dumb and have no life. They're like, no, dude. Bro, just write it like it's a man and then change the name. And so anyway, that's what the writers did for this. And that's why the women are so well written. (laughs) Complexity, nuance, subtleties. Emotions. Because deep down inside, all women are men. (laughs) (laughs) I do love the Harrison Ford line when he's like, you dress like a woman because all the other women here dress like they were men who think they should be women dressing like the men. He's like, I appreciate you dressing like like a a confident woman. (laughs) And Sigourney Weaver's character was supposed to be a man. I think the studios changed it. They were like, wouldn't it be a great idea if, and it was actually, it was a great idea, but that was supposed to be another male boss. The dude still comes in with his coat over his shoulders like a cape. <laughs> I can see that working. It's like a though. French dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking European. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, the, uh, this movie is super great. Um, Harrison Ford's terrific. All the performances are terrific. Camera work's terrific. It's just a terrific movie. You owe it to yourself to see it. Highly recommend. 10. Who's next? I'll go next. Um, I agree. 100% a 10. It, it's, it's always a 10 when it's Mike Nichols, and every Mike Nichols film that I've seen is always excellent. He's really good at these like crazy relationship films, like he, and he's always got such great fucking dialogue, and it's all so fucking real and raw, and, and it, it, just, it always feels a little scandalous sometimes. It's just like top tier and it, every time with fucking camera, dialogue, top tier actors, uh, doing things that you wouldn't normally see them doing. Like I think the fucking uh, Harrison Ford's ex- like so likable in this, even though he, he like you know you, you think that everybody that's in that level you know they're all assholes, kind of like how Sigourney Weaver's character is. But he kind of like he, he he pushes past that. He surprises you. He's vulnerable at times, which is really fucking cool. Um, yeah, man, uh, excellent movie. It's a fucking ten. I will definitely be watching it again. All right, two tens. Who's gonna bring us I'll, back down? I'll go next. I'm gonna let Kristen finish this off strong. <laughs> The working girl. <laughs> uh, I think what I love the most about this movie is the way it humanizes all the characters. Like there, no one, no one is treated two dimensionally. Everyone, we we give a shit about everyone that's on screen. Even like the background characters that are like all the secretaries. Like there are there are so many little moments where like she's 
getting the new job and they're all like, oh, we're so excited for you. Or she's getting fired and they're like, God, this is the worst. They're, the, the system sucks. The man is the worst. Harrison Ford could be really nuanced in some great moments. Like the, some of those characters, they're just with lesser writing, with lesser direction. Some of these characters could be really, really flat. And none of them are. They, they're all believable. They all feel like real people. They all, um, they all make us care about them. And, and they all have progression, which for the number of characters that are in this movie, that's a, that's a big fucking accomplishment. Usually we get like the main protagonist, maybe the antagonist has a little bit, but probably not because they're just the villain or whatever. But like even Sigourney Weaver kind of actually goes through a little bit of a journey in this movie. I fucking love that. And for all the, the ways that there are some predictability in it, there were a lot of moments where I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm bringing my assumptions to these characters and maybe I need to give them a chance. And I think that works in the movie's favor. I think, I think Mike Nichols knows those kinds of moments and, and he hooks you in those and he subverts your, uh, subverts your expectations for some, the way that some of these characters went. Uh, and I think it's fucking brilliant. I'm excited to watch this movie again in a couple weeks. I think it's absolutely fantastic. It's masterfully done. It's a goddamn 10. Wow. I like that all of you guys are um, going to have a little slumber party with Working Girl and watch it again. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you're invited. Hey, th- this thanks, is one of those thanks. movies from the 80s I did not want to tell people that I enjoyed. Like this in, <laughs> this in Moonstruck. Because anytime you're like, oh, I love those movies, they look at you and be like, so are you gay? Really? That's no, but no, they say man, that they're good. They're just good. And that's how no, that's how you know they haven't seen it yet. You know? Correct. Oh, that's, there you go. Yeah. Okay. I like. Yeah, um, but a lot of people I know would watch this and not even make it halfway into it. They'd be like, man, that's not my thing. They just don't have hearts. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I feel like that's a them. Problem. It's not Transformers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. All right. So, um, yes, this movie is brilliant on so many levels and we've touched on all of them from the writing to the acting to the costumes and hair (laughs) makeup (laughs) the production design all everything is absolutely brilliant um i struggled a little bit through this movie because it was just so frustrating to see her just constantly being beaten down constantly harassed constantly bullied constantly being told no and the fact that she still was pursuing everything i guess on the one hand is admirable but on the other hand i was like girl you could you could do a lot more somewhere else i don't really know where i guess if your dream is to be in mergers and acquisitions (laughs) maybe she's in the right place um but yeah it was, I, I did really, that's why I think I really enjoyed the last shot, even though I hated the last shot. It was brilliant, but I was just like, yes, she's not doing anything. What are we doing here? Like, I feel like it is sort of, yes, it shows working girls and the struggle that they have gone through and are still going through to get respect in the workplace. Um, but also it shows that like, where just just sort of the futility of capitalism i guess uh it's it's uh it's sort of maddening a little bit anyway um this movie is absolutely brilliant and i'll give it a 10 as well i yeah wow all right look at that four tens it's like unheard of oh this hasn't happened since last week yeah <laughs> look we love everything okay <laughs> well it didn't happen last week brandon you know fucked it up and gave some Fugitive of a seven. What an ass. Um, 
He gave it an IMDb eight, which yeah. is oh. like a ten. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That's true. <laughs> uh, did you guys know that there was a TV show uh, adaptation of this movie? Working Girl. Yeah. Wait, was it the? Um, what was it? Um, I think I did know that. It's Two San- girls in a pizza place. Sandra Bullock is in the test role. Fucking Sandra really? Bullock. Yeah. Oh, I'm Should thinking of something else. Never mind. Hmm, I didn't that's know cool. that. Yeah, you can watch a couple episodes on uh, YouTube. I made it a whopping five minutes into one episode and was like, no, thank you. I'm done. Very Sandra nice. Bullock. I'm surprised. It must have been really good if you got that far. Could have. But I feel like it she is TV. could have. Uh, oh, it's, it is TV. He's not going to watch it. But That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, that must have been yeah. impressive TV if you made it five minutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> who, who were the rest of the people in it? Oh, Anybody? I had no idea. Yeah, did oh, not okay. know a single motherfucker else that was in this show. I was surprised that, uh, you know, Sandra Bullock was in it. Good for her. Yeah. She's got to start as a working girl somehow. Mm. Yeah, but what's the point? None of us knew it, you know? See what I'm saying? Yeah, she ended up in that middle management building that we just <laughs> never. <laughs> oh, and I guess we didn't go over it. The budget was uh, $28 million as well. And it, 28? $28 million, which is kind of a lot for a rom-com. Huh. In, uh, yeah, in 88. Yeah, in 88, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. But it did make 103 uh, million. This is more than million. a rom com. Hold on. This is more than a rom com. I mean, yeah, but that's the. I mean, what else genre would is you put it in? Is that the genre? Yeah. No comedy? No, it's not a. It's not a comedy? What's it, what's it say on IMDb? I mean, it's got to be a comedy. How is it? Says, a it says comedy, drama, romance. A drama. It's a drama. Oh, a a drum com. <laughs> drum com, bro. Yeah, I'd go, go with that. Sure. I mean, it's a Mike Nichols flick. Just because there's romance doesn't mean it's a romantic comedy. Well, if the you have romance and you have comedy, point. right? Then no. no, 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 because I feel like with rom-coms, the romance is the point, and you just enjoy it along the way. But I don't feel like the romance is the point of this movie. Because at no point does she say, actually, I don't care about my career. <laughs> what do you think I should do? <laughs> That's true. If she, if they had shown her moving in with Harrison Ford, like while they were making the deal, then it would become a rom com. Or if it had shown her being like, you know what? Why don't you take the lead on this? Can you finish <laughs> the deal and I'll just stay here and make the coffee? I yeah, it's fine. I'm just gonna support you. It's fine. I think you guys have a very uh, '90s <laughs> definition of what a rom com is. I'm just gonna throw that out That's there. Where right. we were we do they do they, do they make them You're anymore right. though? Because they, I don't feel like they do. Yeah, they just did one with the Jennifer Lawrence. Just had one that came out uh, like a couple weeks ago. No, no hard feelings. The, no hard feelings. Is I that a fucking rom com? Yeah, with her and a and like a 19 year old. What? It looks awkward as shit. Yeah, like uh, I don't know, like uh, some teenagers' parents pay Jennifer Lawrence to uh, fuck their kid. And showing no. life. Date. Date. Oh, no. Date. They no. do. Let's date quote. Yeah. yeah. That's, date. That's true. Okay, so that's not a rom-com. That's like a pedophile flick, okay? <laughs> but it's a funny one, okay? Oh, oh. <laughs> and it's well, still as long romance, as it's funny. You know, we're not talking about age of consent here in the rom-coms. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, if you go to France, like, oh, my God. <laughs> we come over here in the United States, and we're like, that's a dark drama. That's what that is. <laughs> Lolita in France, the rom com. <laughs> oh my god! I just apparently, apparently it says nineteen year old son, so he's not. Oh well, thank god, said, thank god, he's nineteen, and it's <laughs> perfectly fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. 
They put $45 million into that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because Jayla, she was like, no, I need a lot of money. How the fuck do you spend $45 million on a fucking rom-com? Like, what the fuck? Does it take place on the moon? <laughs> like, what the fuck Lawrence are you doing? $20 million, and I'll show up to that shit. I need a paycheck. For real, yeah, man. Dude. God damn. Had to be where that money went. Well, Jared, you got any uh, tomatoes of rottenness for us? Oh, shit. I was not prepared for that. Give me one second, Brian. Jared, for you. The magic of I'll editing. You he will... Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't. He will have it immediately prepared. Okay, well, while he's looking that up, there's a little documentary thing. I saw a clip of it on the Mary Kay Letourneau, and the 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 teaser question was: Is this a love story, or is this the longest case of child abuse that we've ever heard of? What <laughs> for what movie? <laughs> it's, it's a little documentary on Mary Kay Letourneau. Oh wow! I buoyant corporate cinderella story working girl has the right cast the right story and the right director to make it all come together rotten tomatoes certifies working girl as fresh with an 83 percent tomato meter with a 67 percent audience score that's fucking repugnant the critics were higher on this than the fucking audience that doesn't make any fucking sense crazy what are the bad what are the bad reviews say Let's see. Let me roll down here. Because if they're after one. 2018 talking about all the sexual harassment, like we can just like let's count. Just count. If Mike Nichols had just stayed in his lane, we wouldn't his have gotten lane. some. We wouldn't have gotten something that was so lightweight and ineffective. What? When yeah, was that written? That was recent, right? Yeah, February third, twenty three. Because they want to hold they because uh, and I under I guess I understand the frustration because none of these men are held accountable for their the harass. I don't know. Some was, would call that a happy ending. I'm not one of them. That's the Mike point. Nichols that's the point. Nathan Lane, and we got the birdcage a few years later. I'm just saying. well. I think it's actually in interesting. No, <laughs> it totally felt like a Mike Nichols movie. It totally did. I mean, yeah. I do agree that he made light of all of the sexual harassment, but also that was unfortunately very yeah, common very at the time, the time for and sure. definitely very common up until a few years ago. And it's still probably very common. It's just now we try to hide it. So. <laughs> well, I don't think he's making light of it. I think he's showing that no, yeah, the men it's are common. Not, I think he's showing yeah, it's exactly. common. Cause, yeah, exactly. Because because Tess yeah. brings yeah. it up. Like she even says, like when she's talking with uh, Alec Baldwin, he's got like a pizza or something. Like she's like, oh, I'm working for a woman, and there's none of this. Uh, what is she ch- uh, chasing around the desk or some shit like that? Yeah. She's been obviously applied that she's been hit on like by every single fucking man boss that she's ever worked for. Which I don't know. Tracks, which tracks. Um, yeah. And I will also say that um, I feel like I feel like a modern criticism would be that when Tess goes and is like, anything, anytime anything happens, usually, and she's talking to another woman, and they're like, "This is on you. This is your fault." And <laughs> I, but I, okay, but like that also happens. Still, that's very common. Like, I understand that, like, what people want to see are movies where, yes, people are held accountable, where people stay in their lane. You know, like, there's all these sorts of things. But, like, also, this is, like, I feel like very a great – this is a very great look at what is real life. And it makes it, you know – I don't think at any point in time does anyone say this is okay. 
Yeah, that's true. Except yeah. maybe, yeah, except maybe with Harrison Ford when he's like, mm, "I'm Harrison Ford," and you're like, "No, that's okay." You know, like I feel like that's the only time. <laughs> that's the only time. Full of women applauding his Harrison <laughs> right. Ford, dude. They're yes. like, "Fuck yes. yeah!" He took yes. his shirt off. He took his shirt off. <laughs> yes. So I feel like there's some questionable, questionable stuff there, but I don't think any of the other stuff is um, gives it a, is like giving it a pass or saying that it's okay. They just didn't make it like a drama where you're like, oh, God, this horrible. It's the same thing with the apartment where where hmm. all this horrible stuff happens and they're just kind of like, OK, but like, let's move on. And I feel like um, what we are doing currently is we're like, no, let's sit and wallow in pain. And maybe yeah. you need to do that sometimes. But, like, also, you can just move on. <laughs> right. You could show that this stuff happens. Right. And, like, people who maybe don't experience it can see it on a movie that they mm-hmm. would, uh, you know, otherwise not be able to project themselves on. That's the point of fucking movies. Yes, so you can yeah. empathize with other humans yeah. who have different life experiences than you. Right. And if you show it in a somewhat comedic sort of situation and you feel the seriousness of it, you feel the weight of it, but then you move on in the story, you can come back to it later and be like, holy shit, how many people do have that kind of experience? How many of the women that I have known in my workplace are experiencing this kind of stuff all the time? Probably. And so, mm. but that is it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kidding. obviously. Great. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding for the record. It's because um, you have a penis. <laughs> yep, instant dick. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like that's why I don't really want to take any of these reviews that are more modern. I don't really feel like they should apply in some of these situations because I feel like you're looking at them. You're not looking at them through the right. Li- I don't know. I don't know. I I, yeah, I feel like yeah yeah I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't want to discount their point of view, but like also, I feel like the point of view is like let's get mad and angry and again wallow in pain and like there's more than one response, you know? Yeah. Well, when the when the when the modern review is man, this movie that came out thirty plus years ago doesn't apply in the same way now, so this movie sucks. That's that's just a bad review. Yeah, like yeah. you can look at a movie that came out a long time ago in a different time in a different context and say these are some th- some ways that it holds up and these are some ways that it doesn't still work. That's good film criticism but that's not what most of those kind of reviews are unfortunately i mean really i actually was kind of struck by how uh a lot of the sexual harassment at the beginning was very prevalent and no one seemed to care which instead of getting really upset by that i was more struck by the thought of oh this is exactly how all of the me too movements happen because we all like to sit here and go oh well i didn't know that yes you fucking did yes you did and yep, this is yep. how common it was is that they were making fun of it or not really but they were showing it in a comedy that's how common this was you can't act like you didn't know when the whole fucking office looks at the the ticker and then applauds with the accuracy of <laughs> this asshole has a tiny dick cuz he's trying to pimp me out like yes everyone sees it yeah everyone knows everyone knows they don't care or or yep, they're choosing yep. not to care and I think that is way more interesting than saying, you know, this is the wrong response. Right, right. Anyway, okay, Brian, you can wrap it up. 
<laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> this is the shit I'm here for. So thanks for that. <laughs> so with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can the audience follow you? You can find me on Instagram at checkthegate or on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. <laughs> and Griggs, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to close out the show tonight with the uh, Oscar-winning best song, best original song, I should say, from uh, Carly Simon titled Let the River Run. I think we're going to play the alternate version that's actually in the opening credits. I, like that. I think I like that one better than the actual song. Hmm. Yeah, we're going to do that. But I, I will say, I strongly recommend you go watch that music video, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Has it got scenes from the movie? Uh, I, I don't want to even spoil it. Just go watch it. Oh. It's fucking okay. 80s cool. music video. It's great. It's great. Love More it. big hair. I should bring that back. <laughs> no. No, they shouldn't. Mullets are already no, coming no, back, so we're working oh, our way fuck. back. Let's bring it back Again? for men, too. Like, guys, like, let's mullets, work on the your 2000s hair. 2000s mullets coming oh, back? Like, fucking, the, like, like, the 80s mullets <laughs> Like Mel back. Gibson? Like Mel Gibson with the... With oh, the main. God. Oh, God. Mel Gibson I'm is the only person it. that ever pulled off a mullet. <laughs> I cannot think of a single fucking other one. And nobody threw out MacGyver because that was. Uh, but no. Richard Dean Anderson fucking MacGyver's <laughs> mullet was pretty goddamn great. Don't even say that. Fuck bon you, jo Brian. <laughs> bon Jovi, bro. Wait, was that a mullet? He had one at one point. I just remember he, he just had long hair, though. Like, that was just like all, all over, right? That was not. That's not a, was that a mullet? God damn it. Now I got to watch Bon Jovi videos. <laughs> Thank you, Jared Allen. Yes, there's mullets here. It looks great. <laughs> there be mullets here. There, there be mullets here. Barbosa, you've done something different with your hair. You best start believing in mullets, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing one. <laughs> and on that, Jim, we're out.